everyone. Welcome to another episode of Who Gives a Hoot. I'm Luke. I've got Ryan here. Ryan, What's up? you there? I'm here. Hey. And uh, the freshest import um, for co-host today, we've got a uh, Irishman, uh, Greg Hurst. <laughs> oh, no, you're going to say some stupid thing like that. <laughs> That's some fighting words. Objectively Irish. So why was that? Objectively Irish. You're a Celtic fan, right? Okay, that's too far. <laughs> that was really good to the show, guys. Yeah, we've had him for 30 seconds. You've insulted him twice. Hey, hey I mean, if we're, if we're not starting this right, we're starting this wrong. <laughs> Damn. No, Chris joining us. Uh, no, fresh off a first team of the league uh, appointment. Uh, being, being, I, I'm going to call you the number nine of the league. Uh, I think that's fair to say. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, Ryan, you, you got any any faults with that? I mean, let's put it, we didn't have a number nine last year because Jay was saving the number, apparently for someone that was going to be on fire. Um, and it, it, it worked out for us. I mean, we, we get our true number nine and you, you made the first team. So, I mean, it, I think it all, it all went to plan that way for us. It, it seems like you had a good season here in Omaha. Um, you know, since last we talked, uh, we've clinched first in the regular season, first round by in the playoffs, uh, home field advantage through all games. And I mean, you came third on total goals scored, which came down to, I think a little bit of, I mean, hell you you had Evan fighting you for a lot of goals. Once he got back healthy and that that boy just came back, what three hat or two hat tricks in October. Like, no, he came back. I'm sorry. Like a man possessed. But yeah, that was, that was, it was great. You know, like, him coming back really helped us push on so much. No, no. And I mean, the way way you both work on the field together is just I, – I, I love to watch it. it it's just beautiful. Um, and I, but, last time Ben and I uh, recorded, I asked him the question. Um, and I, I agreed with Ben's assessment, but it's like I'd rather – I asked him, would you rather have – two guys that are in double-digit scoring or a guy like Trizaghi, the only guy scoring goals for you. And obviously, you'd rather have two guys that are scoring double-digit goals in the season. You know, I mean... I think it's the I, first time that's happened as well, which is, yep. like, impressive for, you know, especially Ev. I mean, even for him to make second, the second team of the All-League, considering the lack of games he played, compared to everyone else, is a massive achievement. Um, and it's great for him. It just shows the talent that he's got. Yeah, it's like almost like October sealed it for him. Yeah, um, and we love playing together. Uh, I think we we kind of joke about it, you know, like he was <clears throat> the one playing up top towards the end of last year and scoring a lot of goals and he's seen me coming in and it looks like it could be competition for places. So there, sometimes there can be that kind of clash of personalities or whatever, but me and Ev gone well from the very start and we've loved playing with each other and our only real regret is that we didn't get to play with each other more um, so it, important question for you do you decide who's starting with a round of golf <laughs> uh, 
Well, if that was the case, we'd only have like six players starting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I think there's like six people that are interested. Um, maybe a little bit more. But the golf, the golf well, picked up recently um, and it's been good fun. Well, I mean, obviously you're out there probably losing to everybody, but looking better doing it because, I mean, Scotland and you, you know how to... Actually, he probably you, you know how really to golf well there. He would golf just, really well today with the wind. That's that's a very Scottish thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you look the part, um, that's kind of half the battle. That's the kind of route I go down. And I'll talk it, a little bit about that, but uh, it's been a while since I played like consistently, so my game's really not up there at the minute. Um, and we've got a couple of good golfers, um, so I just kind of talk. I talk the game, but and then five putts. So, well. Uh... Do you the important question about golf is do you have pants that if you saw yourself wearing them you would kick your own ass? Yeah, I think that's the only way to do it. Okay, okay. It, important questions. <laughs> but the hard hitting uh, soccer that everybody comes to hear about. I, I mean, we're we're an IX pod and it's an international break, so it name. Yeah. yeah. But they they we, went we, we gotta go with a yeah. Zero, zero, uh, draw. Well, don't worry. How do we do against Dortmund? Who's Dortmund? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, we but Dami, they're on the first team, team with you. Yeah. I mean, we had Dami on the first team with you, um, and then Evan, Devin, and Rashid on uh, second team league, which, dude. I'm not sure anybody else had five players on both, uh, oh. which is huge, huge saying uh, for for the way uh, Jay's built the team and the way you guys have played together. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think you know, obviously, pr- I'm pretty sure everybody expected Dami to be up there, um, especially with the MVP nomination. Um, yeah. He's been, you know, <clears throat> his contribution going forwards has been incredible, and obviously, defensively, he's very solid as well. Uh, he's got a great back four with him. Anybody that stepped into the back four or played in goals has been solid as well. Uh, and even, you know, some of the players in the second team, not just Omaha, but there's a lot of players in that second team that might feel a bit hard done by not being in the first team. All right, I mean, understandably, I, I don't think there's a guy on the second team. And honestly, I think there are a couple guys snubbed for being on either. Um, but it just being there and being in the position we're in, uh, in the season, well, postseason now, it is a huge testament to the way um, I think Jay has built the team and the way you guys have meshed. Uh, but you, you're you in kind of a unique position amongst uh, people on the team. I think you, you and Connor have been under the most USL1 coaches of anybody on the squad. Is that fair to say? Because you've had Jay's your third coach now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, does Jay being nominated for Coach of the Year surprise you? Definitely not. No, I think especially what he achieved last year, um, and then carrying that form into this year with, you know, he didn't really have to rebuild the team, but he, he, he had to fill in some spaces, and he brought in boys, and he's done. I mean. He's done one better than last year. Um, so, yeah, th- that doesn't surprise me at, at all. I mean, uh, 
just looking at the way he he builds a team, the way you guys interact, it, yeah. it seems like there there's always positivity around the team, around the locker room, uh, on the field. Um, it, no, Jay being as vocal as possible, not making airplane noises and running in front of other people's benches. Like there, there's a you know a lot of a lot of things I, I look forward to um, to see in in uh, this Saturday's game. Um, how Jay pu- pulls together everything, but we're we're not going to break into that because uh, apparently this is bulletin board material. This podcast, um, yeah, yeah, we can't, we can't say anything because apparently that helps people play better against us. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how that works. But, uh, you know, the the really cool, cool. part about Jay, um, I think anybody locally, you know, obviously Greg, you wouldn't have known this, you know, coming coming from chat and and not being from Omaha, but the fact that he built that UNO program from scratch, um, you know, after being an assistant at Creighton and then getting the experience he did with RSL for the short time he was there before he came over. I mean, it, that was, it, it was, I think it's a surprise we were this good this fast, but I don't think anybody would be surprised to know that Jay was able to build a team with a bunch of guys that didn't know each other and then be able to do it again. Cause he did it through his whole career at UNO. You know, which is a testament to him. And then the guy that helped him get that job is now the head coach at UNO and just took him to the Summit League, you know, uh, tournament. So it's like, you know, I, I think that's the, the cool part about Jay is like we never – you know he's a good coach. We know he knows how to manage people, which is, a, you know, a testament to what he can do, especially in a league like this where it's kind of like college in the sense of you're going to have guys in and out all the time. Yeah. I mean, Jay, with with his history uh, at Creighton, his history with Bob Warming, um, jumping to Penn State, coming back, starting a program from scratch, going out to RSL, head of the academy, and then taking over as interim coach for their two team. Like he, his history there, it just seems to have to have done exactly what we needed here in Omaha. And then seeing that he brings in guys like you, Greg, who going out there, getting the job done game after game after game um, and keeping your head up even when you go through some droughts like it, that, that to me is, you know, in the corporate world, that's the sort of boss you want. You want somebody with the experience and everything, but I mean, in sports world, that definitely seems like the kind of coach you want. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you can only really go off like the personal experience you have, um and then obviously getting to see him day in and day out with the boys but you kind of touched on you know there was a stage for a while where I was going through a bit of a drought and he didn't do anything but help my confidence through that stage um and Bobby the assistant as well you know they sat me down and they were like you know you you you're working hard like you're doing the right things um it just happens sometimes for strikers and it frustrates me because obviously I wanted to score more goals and it was at a stage where, you know, there was maybe one or only a goal in it, you know, we were getting ties and I was just thinking maybe if I did score, then it changes the game or helps the team. But we done, we done a great job when you look at our team and you look how many players have scored for us, you know, everybody can chip in. Um, so I didn't feel, you know, he tried to make me feel like there wasn't any weight on, on me, which is as a striker is massive. Uh, and then getting Evan back, him coming in and scoring goals, Devin getting goals, you know, Connor with so many assists, Dami with goals, 
you know, it's just we're getting goals from everywhere. So they really help, and that's something that they emphasise. You know, it's, he's never going to criticise a, a striker uh, for not getting for not scoring goals because you go through stages like that. But as long as everybody's doing their part and working as part of the team, then you know he's happy. Does he say his favorite line to you guys too? The hardest part of soccer is scoring goals. <laughs> I, I he has said that a few times. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said mean, that to us a few times. It's it's true. It's, I mean, I think being a goalkeeper is pretty hard. I've tried. I tried doing that in practice one day, and I didn't. I didn't enjoy it very much. Um, yeah, yeah. We 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 saw you <laughs> photos with you with the gloves on. And we're like, oh crap. We we clinch uh, clinch the regular league, and then Greg's going in goal in Texas. Like this is gonna be bad. I was just <laughs> you know I was just letting him know he had options. Um, but I mean, the photographer at practice that day definitely made me look a lot better than. <laughs> <laughs> what was actually going on? That's what the photography. It's all about for. the angles. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, I, I think what Ryan, what, what do we have for other news going on? Oh, uh, we had the so we talked about Jay up for Coach of the Year. Uh, Greg mentioned Dami's up for MVP, but he's also up for Defender of the Year. And then obviously uh, we also what have can't that up, man do? Um. I don't coach the team and play at the same time. I, I mean, I if, if uh, Rooney can do it, like I, I feel Dami can do it. That's well, did never mind. We're not going to go there. I have, <laughs> I have a lot of respect for Wayne Rooney, but I'm, I can't go there about his Derby County stint. Um, and then, uh, and then Shido's up for keeper of the year too. No surprise there. No, um, not at all. But, um. So I have a question for because I don't know I don't know if Greg will want to answer this, but I'll ask you. So, my theory was that Shido obviously he got Golden Glove because of, because of statistics, and that they were going to give Akira Keeper of the Year to like balance it out. But since they could Akira on first team all league, do you think then that gives Shido the opening to be Keeper of the Year? Honestly, I think it puts Joe Rice there. Oh. Man, split it amongst three guys. That's crazy. Well, uh, honestly, Joe Rice, uh, that that kid has been fantastic. Oh, yeah, over two seasons. Um, oh, two seasons. He's been snubbed both seasons because he's on a two team that doesn't give a shit. Um, like, I, the continual thing from Richmond, from – Greenville, everything is like, where the hell was Joe Rice on on the teams? Yeah. And I, I would not be surprised if the league gave it to to Joe Rice because uh, while his team didn't end up where they they wanted to, maybe where they should have, uh, he performed game in game out and in much the way Akira did. Um, you know, R- Rashid always going to be the best keeper in the league in my mind, but. I'd see the league going and putting the votes for, for Joe Rice. Yeah. I, I mean, I can see it. And Joe Rice also suffers from the fact that Matt Turner is the freaking keeper on the, on the senior team. So <laughs> it's like, All right. I, mean, to, I feel to like to if uh, Joe Rice him. met him in a back alley, they would be a change of keepers. Uh, just, just saying Joe Rice, if you're listening, <laughs> there are options. There are options. There's other options besides murdering someone or naming them to Glasgow smile. 
Wasn't Shido on O2 team? <laughs> look, look at what happened. He went to an independent. He's good now. Yeah, um, I, I was just for fun looking at transfer market today, and uh, there, there's a few guys who've had had some bumps, uh, no, gone down. Uh, Shido has vastly increased uh, per transfer market, which is completely bogus. So <laughs> I was um, just going to say, I wish transfer market was real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we would have traded you halfway through the season. Uh, <laughs> Love to know where that money is. Yeah, we've, been, we've, been, we've been selling Greg a long time ago. Yeah. No, but it, you know, it, it was uh, interesting to see that the uh, transfer market, whatever valuation they, they make up um, for, for Shido since he was on Red Bulls 2 has just gone up, uh, you know, over $100,000 there, which you know, might actually be like $5,000 because it's USL and nobody values USL for some stupid reason. Got quality players like Greg, quality players like Rashid, quality players like Dami. And then um, certain teams in San Diego come in and offer $5,000. Like, mm, go F yourself. <laughs> he only does that because uh, he got left off a World Cup roster. Okay, we're not going to say anything. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh no um i i do want to talk a little bit about um the other news going on around the club obviously the saturday the 13th is the semifinal at werner park um as well as you can preview the christmas lights display in most of the parking lot uh, <laughs> apparently there's a giant dinosaur that will eventually light up so okay. I, I get out there, we get your free preview. Year. We went it's last there. year. Yeah. It is cool. It's cool, but I'm not happy about how it's interfering <laughs> with, with what's happening for the team. Uh, there, it's almost like the parking will be free. Oh, it'd be fantastic, uh, oh. Gary. I'm assuming you listen to this. Get us a stadium, please. <laughs> yeah, Luke and I never talked to you about this, Gary. Ever. Never. Never talked to you about this, but right now we we could really use that. Um, it's before Thanksgiving. We don't need Christmas right now. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Ryan! <laughs> before Thanksgiving, no Christmas. Well, our lights are already up, so sorry. You bastard. Um, <laughs> um, Parliament tailgate will be at pint nine. Uh, with a chili cook-off, so that should be fun. Um, but land I, I recognition. Am, I'm happy with the way the club's handling this. So, I, so I yeah. was, uh, I was our ICWA is the acronym, but I was our ICWA person when I was at um, at my old place, and I actually went to the National Indian Child Welfare Association conference one year. But I, I I'm happy that they're handling it the way they are with having you know, an elder from the tribe who is, is a chairman of the tribe coming to do this land recognition to say some words to have people hear him because I think it's really important for, you know, for, for our state. It's important for our club to show that the one means all, um, you know, s- slogan is is real and is true and they're, they're living and standing by that. So I'm, I'm really proud of the way the club's handling this. Yeah, no, I mean, that definitely, it's not reactionary like other statements the club has done. Um, 
which is a huge boost. Um, and you now something that I believe is the first of the kind in USL one. So uh, hopefully it creates a conversation around the league of how to better, better respect the communities you're in. Um, so good on the club for that. Um, and I mean, I, I hope it's uh, just the start of some action that the club's doing. So. Absolutely. Um, other than that, let's, uh, let's move on to talking about this, uh, Tucson Richmond game. Uh, Ryan, to? I believe you're the only person who was sober enough while that game was going on uh, to to have actually watched it. Yeah, so here's the thing. Um, I watched that whole game, and I remember very little of that match. <laughs> um, it, it, uh, the first half was, was dreadful. I mean, it was – I think part of the problem was the first match of the day was so exciting. And and went back and forth so much that that was uh, the Chattanooga North Texas game was just actually fun to watch, and then this one started and you know I mean these two teams had just played each other, um, what they uh, played like a week before that right, to a four two game and then all of a sudden they play this match and it was just I don't know I don't even know how to describe it even the goal that they got was kind of like out-of-nowhere, dumb luck type thing. I was just like, I don't know. It was what it was. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I, I was expecting too much after the Chattanooga-North Texas game. I don't know. Cause, I mean, North I'm just Texas sad there game. were no red cards. Well, that, yeah. Like, no red that cards, no injuries. Like, yeah. I'm not, not hoping for, like, a career-ending injury like uh, Tucson – maybe gives players like it but i mean come on one game playoff ending one just a heavy knock like it they they aren't going to need it after this game anyway they've got six months of rest or whatever it is like come on just a little twisted ankle. They have don't, a good don't partner play. like we do in Omaha cryotherapy and they could go get some <laughs> rehab done. Ryan, they're not paying us. Don't plug them. Oh, they, they help the club. It's good. They help Greg. Uh, Greg was in the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> do, do they also serve ice cream? That is my important question. Uh, I don't think they do. I didn't get any ice cream when I was there. You should have asked. I mean, I cryotherapy, I feel like they got to ask. I mean, seems only, seems only fair. Uh, no, I, it, just looking at the replays and everything from that game, physical match, which you expect with Tucson, um, Richmond, some great opportunities from both, and Tucson does what's needed to score on Richmond and uh, you know, decent outside the box. That that's, was seemed to have been Akira's Achilles heel. I will not say short. Like, I will not say. Oh, <laughs> I think I think sometimes it's hard to see things when you can't see around your own defenders. I, it's like that's, that's my only thing. Like 
he was he was shockingly short when I saw him play. And I was I was shocked for as good of a keeper as he is, the height that he was standing at. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, I I don't know. I mean, here's the thing: is is Richmond was one of those teams this year that they either scored multiple goals most of the time, or they didn't seem to score at all. You know, and in a lot of the games they lost, I think it you know it wasn't like they were losing a lot of four twos this year. A lot of them were like two ones, two nils, stuff like that. Um, so I mean, they they just they seem to be a team that went in spurts, and this just be happened to be a time where they lost that spurt. Yeah, and I, I think the travel definitely probably affected them. Um, Do we know if they stayed? Me. Did they stay in Arizona or did they go back? I don't think they did. I think they flew back and flew back out. Damn. That's tough. Which, yeah, that's I mean, that's... I mean, that's traveling three-fourths of the country twice or three times. I mean... Other than New England out there, that's the furthest travel yeah. to it. Yeah. I mean, granted, leaving New England this time of year to go to Arizona, that's not a bad bad trade. Or yeah, Virginia to go to Arizona. Yeah. I mean, snowbirds. Uh, I mean, Greg would be out there golfing right now. I was yeah. just about to say that. I'd go before I get my <laughs> <laughs> I'd ask to stay well, well, what, what was it? Uh, after the, the Texas game, y'all had an extra day or like a late flight out the next day. I saw yeah. like a couple people went to Six Flags and like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, we, we had See, some downtime. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, like a couple people went to Six Flags and then uh, some of us went and played uh, mini golf. What? Some people went and played golf? What? No, that doesn't sound like you. No, mini golf sounds more my speed though. <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah, golf. Uh, I mean, it, it's good to see that you guys uh, actually get to enjoy some of the locations because the when we travel as fans, you know, you show up a day before, stay a day later, and actually get to see a little bit. Whereas you guys are there, it's a work trip. So, yeah. actually being able to enjoy a destination is always always a plus. I think especially uh, after, you know, the last 18 months or whatever with COVID, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was literally go there, stay in your hotel, play the game, stay in your hotel. Yeah. And obviously <clears throat> there's, still, there's still regulations that we have to be, like ours are a little bit more strict than the general public because of the environment we're in. Um, so you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. You have to be cautious of what you do and what you can't do. But um, just even getting to go out and, you know, do little fun things like that. Um you know that place was there was hardly anybody there. We kind of had the place to ourselves, so it was it was perfect. Um, nice. And like you said, especially after the last regular season, especially after doing so well in the regular season, it was kind of nice for a few of the boys to you know just go and hang out together and do something a little bit more fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. To to bring it back to uh, to some soccer. Last game against Richmond. What what was your thought going into that game? Like, how how would you have beat them if you'd played them again the next week? Um, I think more of the same. To be you, honest, I think I think we played that game savagely. Well. <laughs> oh, ben, ben and we're joined by Ben. Hey, hey. Ben <laughs> better late than never. 
My last <laughs> motto. <laughs> uh, well, Ben, we, we've been talking a little bit about that uh, Tucson-Richmond game and how, how to defeat Richmond. Did you, ask, uh, did you ask Greg who he thought the keeper of the year should be? Well, we... <laughs> We're not, we're not getting him in trouble to believe. I mean, I can't get in trouble for saying I think my, my goalkeeper is the best goalkeeper in the league. That's fair. I agree with that. But don't you think the defense is too good for him to be winning awards? I think that's the problem. I feel like it's, it's it helps. Sheed. Well, actually, maybe it doesn't help him. Uh, I the think fact it helps he's got him. such a good back line. It helps I him keep clean sheets, but exactly. not for individual awards. <laughs> hey, it helped that's Dallas game. Well, Dallas Jay's to... not up for anything. No, but it helps uh, in the first two seasons. Oh yeah, but That's why we retreaded that joke. Ben, yes. ben, as we, as Ryan and I discussed, it's gonna have to go to Joe Rice because Akira got one, Rashid got one. <laughs> Joe Rice has to get the next. Yeah. 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 Fair and enough. I, well. Yeah. Yeah. You got to spread them around. I understand how this league works. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean. It's the one position you can't score goals to decide who's best. <laughs> Although I will say only one of them has an assist this season. <laughs> well, look, I mean, you know, considering that Terzaghi got more than one assist this season, I think he's a shoo-in for the award. Mm. Oi. Oi. <laughs> Who benefited from that? <laughs> I'll do some research. And uh, we're joined by... <laughs> By Ben Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to, you know, saucy statistician. Simmering, I, uh, smoldering fire here. I will say, uh, our second goal against Richmond was a very, uh, a very Greg Hurst goal this year. My gosh. Such you, a, you, such a, you playing that line, goal. you playing that line, just playing it perfectly, waiting for that ball to go over, staying on side just enough. To, to run up on that ball. I mean, outside of you uh, pouncing on bad back passes or passes from a keeper to steal it and score a goal, the, the, that was, I mean, that was the goal that you're like, this is why you bring a number nine in. You can, you can play off the shoulder of the last defender, wait for that ball to go over top and run it down. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, <clears throat> most of my goals have came from that. Um, obviously, the style of play that we have, that kind of, yeah, I knew if I could get good at reading those situations and timing my runs to get in behind, I could get goals from that. Um, you know, I'm, I listen, like when I watch the games back, a lot of the, the commentators say like that's a typical kind of Omaha or Greg goal. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can do other things, but <laughs> just the way we play, I mean, like, and I, that's the best. I mean, that's the most... Like I said, that's probably where most of my goals have came from. So I, if you stick, don't bro, was it? Don't fix something that's not broken. Um, Dude, there's how many? Was, was that how many calling that game? Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, don't don't listen to Ross. All right, yeah. Ross you know, comments on this pod. That, guys, what's up how, with that? How many guys? I mean, he's a Greenville fan. Made money doing that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so really, how many strikers have made their money in bigger leagues doing exactly what you did, Greg? Like that's yeah. Zlatan. That's what's yeah. That's <laughs> like that's what they do. <laughs> I mean, one of the guys compared me to Jimmy Vardy, which I mean, I'm not going to say no to. It's not a bad comparison. Um, but you know, like I just think 
the way we play and the style of play we have and the intensity that we play at, especially at Werner, you know, you can turn a team over and you can get in behind and be 20 yards out within one or two seconds. Um, so it kind of benefits my game, being able to have that freedom to just kind of play in the back shoulder of the defenders and, and get in behind. Yeah, but I, I hear Ben has some insight on a, a brand new signing uh, that just made the cutoff that hadn't featured that, you know, really turns the game at Werner around. Yeah. And I mean, I, guys, ben, I don't know if we can ben, talk about this. We're, we're very popular around the league, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah, tip them it, off. It's worst okay. thing, it's going to be bulletin board material for Tucson. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I, I want to just confirm uh, my. Okay. So it's uh, Juan Jose Cespedes. You sure that's pronunciation? No, of course not. <laughs> uh, middle America pronunciation of that name. Yeah, I've always been. Uh... Play, plays a false nine, right? Yeah, well, I, I you know, we're going to switch to the five across the front model for this game, I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm in. At, it, it only fits for Werner Park. I mean, as wide a field as that is, you have to go five at the front. Yeah, with that with that sort of width, it's it's necessary. I mean, it, I, I I'm excited uh, for for Juan to be out there. Um, no, really, really, ex- it, it hyped me up to see his uh, his video and training. Um, I, I'm sad he wasn't there singing. I know. Um, no, I did I, think I heard his opinions couple... on hot dogs versus hamburgers were good though. Yeah, no, it's hot dogs for hamburgers. Opinion. I mean, everybody knows hamburger, but uh, <laughs> Dalton getting the uh, technical with the cheeseburger shit. Like, yeah, uh, no, <laughs> Dalton, stop that, stop that. But oh, uh, sorry that that brought up the singing. Greg, don't do it. Just don't. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was very good, to be honest. <laughs> um, what do you call? What do you call the dance move that you did? I didn't watch it back. <laughs> he, he was vibing so hard in his own singing. He doesn't even know. <laughs> I think, to be fair, like, James had told me what was going on, but I hadn't really processed it yet and just assumed that, to start with, I didn't think the GoPro was actually on for a little bit. And then I kind of connected. <laughs> and then I noticed the little red flashing light, and I was like, oh, well, I think I'm going to have oh. to just keep going or something. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure we can find you a vocal coach if you really think you can go down that path, but I, I think it might be too late, Greg. It might be Greg, too late. I, I say this as a friend. Stick to soccer. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to stick to soccer and play golf on my off days. I'm gonna where'd, you guys, uh, where'd you guys go play the other day? Uh, we've, to be fair, last week we played four rounds, maybe, at like four different courses. Um, nice. uh, give us a rating. Give us a rating of the local courses. What's your favorite? Uh, Johnny Goodman was really good. I enjoyed that. Um, Shoreline was very scenic. I didn't. I, I like that, but there's fall golf's kind of hard. You know, I lost a couple balls under the leaves. Um, and then we played Fox Run. Fox Run was was okay. Are you the best golfer? Are you the best golfer on the team? Uh, no. I'd say Blake Malonis. Interesting. Yeah, uh, Vegas boy. Well, I mean <laughs> yeah. Omaha, Omaha to Vegas. 
Like, yeah, yeah that's, I that mean, makes that's, sense. That screams, that screams I grew up playing golf. Yep, yep. But Have you guys been oh, out to Quarry speaking... Run yet? Uh, I don't think we have, no. It's far away, but it's uh, it's beautiful. Quarry Oaks, sorry, Quarry Oaks. Oh, I think uh, I've heard of that. I've heard it's really nice. Yeah, it's a nice course. Yeah. That, as you mentioned, Blake, that does bring me up to something from the uh, Tucson-Richmond game. Uh, Noah Frankie from Omaha uh, mm-hmm. did assist that goal. Uh, so he, apparently he just wanted a free trip back to see his folks. Like, uh, so I we could have found other ways to get him it, back it's, to Omaha. It's just about Thanksgiving. He can stay here. You know, after after him, like be be fine. Just stay here for the holiday, and then then fly back. Damn! Like, <laughs> just, just say, just say. I, I mean, I respect his travel plans. <laughs> <laughs> respect the effort of getting that goal. Hey, oh, I mean, you assist the goal, so it's not clear that that's your plan. Uh, but, I mean, with the assist, to, to somebody who used to be a travel agent, I, I see him. I see him. I, I know what he's doing. Like, <laughs> holiday travel, especially during a pandemic, you know. This, is, is this like a safer ghost flight for him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, next thing you know, uh, Polak... Uh, Tyler Pollock is uh, going to be doing that in Greenville to to come back for Thanksgiving. I mean, I, uh, no, I mean <laughs> Omaha boys coming home. Like, uh, we'll see. He's we'll from see. he's from Lincoln. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whoa, 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 I, I do forget that. Lincoln? Well, I mean, two, uh, two people, uh, two people on this pod are not from. Well, three people I, are not I, from Lincoln. Ryan, Ryan, let's 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 say this way without you know generating any any additional motivation for teams okay. we might still see. Um, I don't really have any problems with people from Lincoln in general. Thanks, <laughs> but uh, you know, I think there's a, I think there's an interesting off season question to be had, which is, um, eh, which we won't get to yet. But there's some there's some Tyler Polak off season questions. Uh, all right, let's move on from that. Uh, no, thank you. All right. Um, obviously, the the other big game this weekend besides Omaha Tucson, uh, Greenville versus Chattanooga. Both of them solid teams. Both of them have beaten us this year. Um, both of them have obnoxious coaches. How how shocked were uh, we that this went so shocked? I'm actually yeah. a little surprised, it, especially since teams fell. Right, like you know, I, I think the fact that Greenville's hosting's a little bit surprising. Um, yeah, yeah. I just I think the reason the North Texas Chattanooga game ended the way it did was because of how early that red card was. Now that guy fully deserved that red card. There is nothing. Yeah. Like, and I mean, let's no. be serious. They were always a risk to get a red card. Yeah. But it just, North I mean, Texas. for that, that early in a match, I think that that changed the dynamic. And the fact that North Texas came back and, and tied it up after that was 
is a testament to that team in general and the talent they have. But I just I think that game ends differently if they both have eleven on the field. It, it was not readily apparent when I turned it on, which was sometime in early in the second half, that the the teams were not playing at full strength. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, North Texas was by far the better team in that entire game. Uh, Greg, I'm not, not sure if you watched that, if you'd like to give your actually educated opinion. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I watched it. Um, I think it was just an entertaining game. Um, I think it was a fun game to watch. You know, I think the way those two teams play, they're very attacking-based. They like to hit teams on the counter. Chattanooga and Texas like to have possession of the ball. Um, so it was two teams that kind of play a similar way. And I think it was like a good game to watch, especially for a, <clears throat> a quarterfinal. You know, both teams trying to get the win. Uh, and everybody likes a bit of extra time drama. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a good watch. It was a good representation of the league as well. Um, having two teams, you know, just go at it. Because easy in a, in a quarterfinal game to sit in and kind of be a bit nervous and cautious, but both teams just came out straight away and, you know, tried to attack each other, which was, which was good fun to watch. Literally and figuratively? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I forget. Uh, I've got waiting on the stats to actually load here, but did both sides technically yeah. get a red? Yeah, yeah, chat, yeah, they got theirs late. So it was a it was a uh, double yellow red for chat. Did, did you guys did you guys see that second yellow that Ortiz got though? <laughs> yeah, it was no. <laughs> Like, uh, you know, there were some, uh, I think as our friends to the north like to put it, shithousery going on. And um, he tried to make it look like the ball slipped and he threw it straight into the opposing player's face. Yeah. But uh, it didn't look like it. It it was clear that it did it on purpose, especially since the other guy was jumping. Uh, He he straight up chucked that ball in that guy's face. (laughs) Like, Uh... you know, I, I think like, uh, it's too bad that that was a second yellow cardable offense because, like, I feel like you have a valid point, right? Like, the guy's too close to you. Like, you, you know, you, you're you're trying to make a case there, but, like, you can't make it so obviously. <laughs> Dude, if, uh, if he was allowed to throw the ball in with one hand, he would have just one-handed, like, spun that ball off that guy's dome. Like, it was – he threw it as hard as he could – as a throw and, and bounce it off of his face. <laughs> it was, it was I, the best I, I mean, second yellow I've ever seen. I'm not, I'm going to say that. It was pretty funny. Just going to say, sometimes a player needs that. Uh, but <laughs> uh, sometimes. It, hey, so do we know, is that only in, for the playoff? Is that only a one game? So is he only missed I, a semi? I think so. Yeah. Okay. But I think it's that special if it's a double booking. Oh, yeah, true. It wasn't straight red. Greg, is that I, the kind of stuff that you guys go over uh, in advance? Like, you know, do you sit down and like, guys, these are how the rules are different in the playoffs? Or is that kind of on you to figure out yourself? Uh, no, I mean, we know that bookings um, get wiped <laughs> after regular season. Um, and obviously, but red cards count. Um 
But with tactics like that, I mean, I think that's just a spur of the moment kind of thing. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, 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 obviously. That was a little uh, so, key to the I moment. Mean, I, see, like, I see both sides of it. I mean, the North Texas lad is, by the rules, allowed to stand there. But if you stand that close to someone throwing a ball, then you have to expect to be hit. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I do have to ask, um, for the playoffs... Has it been gone over with JP that he cannot stand up so aggressively? <laughs> the work on his humble rises. Like has to come up real slow, like not intimidating. Well, like he has to keep his head back. He can't bring the head up while he comes. Like it's he's got to find a way to hold his head differently. So I he's got to like limbo, limbo up. Whenever yeah. he falls, over, I mean that, that's some core wait. work. He should wait five <laughs> seconds until he gets back up. Make sure no that's one's around. Uh, okay. Okay. No, like not not trying to get up quick to, uh, you know, lessen the stoppage time and increase the rate of play. Um, but, you know, get up slow so to, to waste time and maybe get a yellow card off of it. Okay. I, I get it. I get it. Maybe, maybe you can kip up like a pro wrestler. <laughs> yeah. It's like flip the legs up, show his athleticism a little bit. It'll be cool. Yeah. Man. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it, see how it goes. But, um, it just, I, I think if there's, if there's one thing we can talk about going into Saturday, JP, um, I mean, Greg, if you want to pass along to him, JP, if you're listening, just get up a little bit slower, <laughs> just, just slow it down. <laughs> just, a little bit. just, just a little bit, not like not too slow. I mean, we want to win the game, but like not, not fast. Just not not super fast. Don't want a red card. Especially uh, if you have a goal no. or two. You know, it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, it's I, not I think like you wanted uh, to preview uh, the other game. Sorry. A, a, a little bit there of uh Greenville, Chattanooga. Obviously you've played for Chattanooga. Um played against Greenville a whole bunch of times. That that's gonna be a tough match. I, I I got a question. I got a good question. Go for it. How is how is how is the match different? Um, because it's in Greenville and not in Tormenta or not in uh, Chattanooga. Sorry. Uh, I just feel like having home field plays a big part. You know, having your fans there. Um. I think it's two clubs that feed off their, their fans' energy during games as well. So I'd say having been at home in that game is definitely an advantage. But it's two of the better teams in the league. Um, both have totally different styles of play. Um, so I think it kind of sets up for a good game. Uh, it's going to be competitive. And like I said, two styles of game that are going to clash. And I just think because it's a semi-final... I don't know if home field advantage really comes into it because of the the fact that it's just it's the occasion. Obviously, having your own fans there is nice, but at the end of the day, it's it's a semi final game, so both teams are desperate to win. Nice. Well, I didn't I didn't uh, hear any of that. I, that was that was luck. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was gonna look at their head to head. I couldn't remember. Well, 
So they're, the they're... turf at at Greenville versus Chattanooga. It, you yeah. assume there's no fans in the stands, etc. Just by being at both of those stadiums, it looks like Greenville has significantly worse turf. Uh, is that going to likely play a, a significant factor there? I mean, um, obviously, I th- we're we're one of the lucky teams that plays on grass, but yeah, I think I think it does, <laughs> especially the way Chattanooga play. You know, they like to play soccer. Um, they like to attack and. Um, so I feel like that might benefit Greenville a little bit more Um, but you know like I said it's a semi-final so those kind of game plans can go out the window and it just becomes who wants to win so there there are four matchups this year Uh, the first two were 1-1 draws the the fourth one was a 0-0 draw and then the only uh, win was uh, Greenville over Chat one nil, and both teams had a red card. So while it, results don't always show, I, I was people always give me a hard time being a soccer fan of like, oh, they played a zero zero draw, and I'm like, I've watched a lot of exciting zero zero draws and a lot of boring like four nil games. So I, I can't say that a draw is boring, but. Uh, let's hope for a one nil uh, game either way with a bunch of red cards. That sounds like fun to me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I... Oh. Uh, extra time plus PK with a lot of a uh, lot of light knocks. Yes. Um, you know enough to take them out for a game. A couple <laughs> red deep, cards, deep bruises type stuff. Yeah, like deep. Deep bruises, you need to sit out for at least a week. Otherwise, it's going to be bad. Um, I like it. You know, a few few red cards just for safe measure. Like, I, that, that's that's kind of where I want to see. I don't care who gets what, but, you know, both. Both of them. <laughs> no. End the game eight-man eight versus eight-man. Like, <laughs> <you're> fine. <laughs> I, pure, I mean, pure chaos. I, I I'm here for chaos ball. I, I don't I know about it. y'all. This is this is USL League One. Like yeah, respect in North it, Texas chaos ball. It in uh, in remembrance of MLS two sides being in the league. Chaos ball. <laughs> Absolutely. So what you're saying is we need penalties to be the run-up kicks. <laughs> I am all so it, for it. I, I, like the hockey it just goes to goalie wars. Just goes to goalie wars at the end. Do it. Uh, Greg, are, are you familiar with goalie wars? Yeah. Um, okay. Because that was perhaps the greatest thing to ever happen to American soccer ever. Just pure ridiculousness and it should happen again they should just replace penalty kicks with goalie wars i think that would be fun but what if it was a slap contest between the goalies with their gloves on at the center of the park well we win every time because she does yeah rashid anybody yeah (laughs)
We saw what Rashid can do with his elbow. I mean, imagine what he can do with his hand. Oh, you're talking about. We're, we're Union Omaha fans. We want to slant it all in our advantage and be mad when we don't. You know, don't go exactly our way. Well, I mean, even if Rashid wasn't playing, I Kevin go out there. I mean, Kevin's super nice. I feel like he'd have a hard time slapping someone. But for the team, I feel like he'd do it. But he also played a long time. In Columbia, right? Like, I, I feel like you don't slap somebody. in Columbia. I, I feel like you don't slap in Columbia. He learned to defend himself at some point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was born in Queens, so we exactly. we already know Jimmy Spreadsheets uh, learned how to WWE wrestle uh, to uh, to Ooh, defend himself. Thousand, so. thousand, uh, Michigan. Well, yeah, I mean that was in Michigan, but still, I mean, it's scientific. You're born in Queens. You learn. You learn how to wrestle. Just that. That's all I know about Queens. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let, let's uh, let's bring it back um, to this coming weekend. And, and we're we're not going to talk uh, taxes on the field for anybody who has waited this long to for me to say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're. Not, not going to go into lineup, not going to go into any of that because, again, we're bulletin board material and objectively uh, we're, we're terrible human beings. Um, uh, also, we're more motivational than, uh, you know, the Henny Derby then, and uh, ex-coaches. You know, one out of one uh, Richmond kicker supporting accountants have very choice things to say about Greg Hurst. Oh, we, we've we've already brought him up. Forty minutes into this pod, and we started talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did did inform Greg that you have the receipts. Uh, <laughs> oh, I have the receipts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just so I just like. I mean, it's it's funny to think about like a grown person with a real job, like being so enraged on the internet that they feel it necessary, you know, to like comment in such a way. Well, you know, Greg was happy about that. Uh, just, just lights him up, makes I mean, him, makes him smile at night. I always <laughs> fan whatever team Greg is on. I don't see what the problem is. But, but I think I, that, um, just, I think that's uh, having Scottish heritage myself. I'm always going to be a fan of, you know, Scotsman. Uh, Greg, if you go play at Madison next year, you are dead to oh. us. By the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Happen, it, it, it I mean, or, point. yeah, really. I'm not sure there's any other like, League One teams that you can go play for. Yeah, I have, um, I have your name. If, on my if you're team, in League One next year, on you're dead to us, also. But <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. keep it in mind. Did you see Nate yeah. Audie getting a warm welcome in Omaha? No. <laughs> uh, hey, actually, I yes, I, I did. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it didn't happen until I used to Ryan about it. I said, hey, and he turned around, and waved. Oh, he he, he was there uh, celebrating Omaha's win. That's fine. Yeah. That's a good dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, coming into this weekend, what do you expect out of the fans? Uh, it sounds like there's going to be a really good crowd for a high of 40 degrees Fahrenheit, not including wind chill, which will probably put it down to like 15 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, uh, both both ends are going to be full because they have nearly sold out. Uh, what was it one one eighteen to one twenty? What one seventeen to one 
120, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that whole yeah. back end, that side, and then the berm, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's unfortunate that, you know, the weather is going to be like that. I think if it was a little bit warmer, I think we could really pack the stadium out. Uh, I know we have the support to do it, but I can kind of see the hesitancy to go and sit and watch a game for that long and, and that kind of weather. But at the same time, you know, I know however many people are going to be there, it's going to be loud. It's the same as it has been all year. Um, even games where we've had our lowest attendance, which isn't low at all uh, for our league, it's still been loud and it's been a great atmosphere. Um, so I think that's going to carry over. And the fact that it's a semi-final as well probably give everybody that extra little buzz. So looking forward to it. Man, I just, thing, I just want to point out, hold on. I just want to point out <laughs> that if you're in Omaha and thinking about coming to this game and somehow listening to this podcast, it's 48 <laughs> degrees. And the wind is only going to be 10 miles an hour. That's not that bad. If you are yeah. in Tucson, I would pack every single bit of warm clothing you had because you're going to die of wind chill. Okay, continue. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, it's a bye week for Nebraska, but if Nebraska was playing, there would be about 85,000 people sitting in the exact same weather watching a four-hour-long American football game. Yeah. So two hours. A low-quality product, by the way. Yeah, true. <laughs> Don't we can't go there right now. Um, but two hours of soccer, maybe a little bit more, depending on what happens in the match. But two hours of soccer in forty-eight degree weather with a kickoff at four o'clock is not bad. No, no, it's not. Um, you can also have a have beer blanket got- with you as well. I mean, we can. Uh, I, I'm a little bit worried about you. <laughs> no, I'm obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> Run. And those are $2, do, do, right, before kickoff? $2 before kick. And I hear that there may be some warm alcoholic beverage options at the stadium for the game. Are they going to put them in, um, those, uh, in those, like, uh, the hoot juice pouches? Because you could tuck one of ooh. those in your shirt, and that would be great, right? That That sounds fantastic. I mean <laughs> – uh, you tuck that in your pants, like you're oh, you're yeah. good all day. Yeah. Um, the the important question now that has been raised: Do they breathalyze you before you get on the field? They don't. They just assume that you know nobody's going to do that. But I mean, it'd be kind of right, fun. Right. I mean, I'm sure someone yeah. would get caught at some point. Well, I it mean, sounds like it, a testimonial just, match thing to do. Like, <laughs> you play in one of those, you get drunk before that. Yeah, I, I mean, playing uh, North Carolina, like, yeah, you get drunk before that. Like, I, uh... <laughs> like if you go play, if Stephen comes back and plays a testimonial in America, like, yeah. Uh, all right, go all right. We, we, we've switched to. Uh, uh, we've officially, I think, reached the end of the end of the line. Uh, I've asked the question about breathalyzing players before they go on the pitch. Um, well, I got some. Uh, I got some league award questions, though, or maybe just commentary. You already missed that. Okay. You came on late. Did you guys? Uh, I look forward to listening later. But like, did you guys uh, have some questions about Aaron Malloy? No, no we we don't uh, we don't utter that name. Um, the undeserving name that. Um, like how, how may or may not have been connected to an investigation in Chattanooga. I mean, I wasn't going to mention that part, but uh, if you're yeah. Ricky Ruiz, how pissed off are you? 
like he got hosed. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Deloy participated in twenty-two percent of the ninth best team in the league's goals. This is the thing that dumbfounds me about the league. We have 12 teams, and they want to spread the wealth on all these awards. And I'm like, really? So here's, here's, here's my theory. Here's my theory. There are, um, like, I think each team gets one vote. So Terzaghi gets, you know, half the votes. Dami gets half the votes minus one. And then, I don't know, Richmond, being unable to vote for Terzaghi, is like, oh, we played, uh, you know, Malloy gave us a hard time. That's four times we faced him. Let's put his name on there. And then that's that. Uh, No, no. Here's my thought is they needed to give something to Merch FC because there's an opening in NISA. Oof. (laughs) No bands FC. (laughs) Oh, they can go. They can go take plate. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. See, well, let's see. see. Let's see. Their their goalkeepers weren't good enough. Their defenders weren't good enough. Their coach definitely not. Good yeah, enough. no, they fit. They, they have no young players. Yeah, really. I guess this is the only award. And let I mean, th- there's really only two viable candidates this year, right? Like, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and and I mean, I gotta say, having made a strong case for a candidate last year. And applying just an absolute death jinx to that player, um, I just want to go ahead and say, obviously it should be Terzaghi. He contributed for fifty-seven percent of the fourth best team in the league's goals. Without him, like literally eighteen goals out of thirty-five, he scored. He had two assists out of the thirty-five goals they scored. Those guys finished in fifth place in our league. And he won last year based on being the golden boot. How is he not the MVP? Are you going to make t-shirts? Um, are you making t-shirts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to work on. Uh, I'm going to work on that. You should because. Uh, then have you seen can... Have you seen his t-shirts from last year, Greg? I have. Yes. Yeah, um, I have one. So he. Oh, oh yeah, beautiful! <laughs> no, I don't actually, but uh, uh, I, 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 you should have like the it. Jurassic Park one. Yeah, the Jurassic Park one's great. I get a lot of compliments. Yeah, it. yeah, it's fantastic. But all right, one last question for everybody: Who gives a hoot? We we do. We do. <laughs> Sucks we can't do one. That's killed me. Uh, uh, we do. All right. 